Christy. And Brittany. And I just want to say real quick, if y'all listening, follow me on Instagram. Y'all probably already follow me, but follow me on Instagram at HeyChristay, H-E-Y-Y-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-Y-Y. There's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of whys but there. singular whys <laughs> was not available <laughs> unless somebody, it would have been singular whys hey, so you had to be hey christy yeah like hey it actually got it from hey miss carter never mind <laughs> <laughs> hey guys this is the creatives um welcome to another episode of the untapped creatives podcast woo. Woo, woo. we've been doing pretty good we're keeping up with this this is the first thing we kept up with in a long time, by the way. Even yeah. though it's kind of sporadic. Besides Dexter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we kept up with that. Meanwhile, in our lives. Right. That's all we've ever done. <laughs> that's all we've ever done. All right, Brittany. Because we're supposed to be the untapped creative. So we're supposed to be creatives. And we've talked about before how we work, you go to school, you parent, you love. <laughs> Sometimes. I work. <laughs> Most of the time. Right. I work. I, I do stuff. I don't know what I do, but it just feels like you get filled up. Right. <laughs> and I think the one thing I want to ask today before we get started on our topic is what do you do to stay creative? Like, what do you do outside of all the other things? Like for yourself? What do I do for myself? Mm-hmm. I like to sleep. Uh, <laughs> uninterrupted sleep that keeps my mind clear which keeps me creative <laughs> right okay um i keep an open mind i like i like to go outside just walk run do you if, have a creative hobby you can see my air quotes around run right <laughs> you need to power walk. do i have a creative hobby i like to write a lot right and i read a lot love i, I like books that you hold in your hand not a nook or Kindle. Yeah. I read I like a lot. the paper smell of books. I like to hold a book and turn the page and try to remember what page number I'm on right. after I have to put it away. So <laughs> I think that helps. So having a kid helps because I have to come up with things for him to do when we don't have time to go to a park or somewhere. So I have a lot that keeps me, I guess, creative. Right. <laughs> Hmm. I have a lot going on, so I always have to come up with things and think about stuff. I'm like, hmm, what's a more efficient way for me to do this? Or what's a funner way to do this? Or what's a better way to do this? So I'm always having to come up with stuff, so. I think the podcast, like, has been really keeping us creative because it's mm-hmm. found us like we be emailing each other each other during the week like oh my god we gotta talk about this mm-hmm. we gotta touch on this we gotta touch on this so it keeps our mind off of the day-to-day so I like that I've also started writing again which is good because yeah. I haven't done that since high school and right high school's long gone Shh. <laughs> it's and almost, we had like three years to right. learn tenure. we got a long time <laughs> Jesus um, <laughs> but hmm, what else? I read a lot too. I've tried to like kind of dabble into the digital creativeness mm-hmm. and get. That. I'm gonna take an intro to digital literacy, something or another, in the fall. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm graphic design outside of writing a paper or creating a PowerPoint or a Prezi. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do 
any, I can't make a website or anything. I'm sure I could, like, on WordPress or something because it has directions. Right. I want to learn how to, I think they do a little bit into, like, photography, a little bit into, um, Mm-hmm. I took like one of those classes. Stuff. Like, I, I'm not good like at that. Like a BizCom. I'm not patient enough to learn how to do that. So it's going to be a challenge for me to learn that. But How creative do you consider yourself? I don't think I'm creative at all. <laughs> See, I think there is a creative in everybody. Like there is a part of everyone that creates. Some people, their creation is cooking. I think you're a good cook. <laughs> you been cooking for me after my <laughs> long ass drive here. <laughs> I appreciate it though. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> or I just think whatever your art is, maybe I can call it that. Okay. Someone's art. I can see that. Yeah. I don't have an art. <laughs> My art is. Hey, we're figuring it out. Staying and dying. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm good at that. <laughs> well, I'm not good at that. But <laughs> oh shit! Right. <laughs> right. All right. We're gonna take a train break. Train break. Alright. <laughs> Alright, guys, we gotta take a train break. We done had some train interference in the last couple episodes, so we said, fuck that. We just gonna stop. <laughs> Alright. You wanna go into our topic for today? Yes. We are talking about things you would tell your younger self. Like, if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have did that shit. Okay. And how many ages are we doing? Um, we're going to do three ages, 16, 18, and 21. And I think all three of mine, I would probably tell myself the same thing. You think so? Some of us on some stuff, like dating. Well, no. <laughs> I think I have different things. for Because I was at different points. Okay, let's start. You start with 16. So 16, I would tell myself that light-skinned niggas ain't shit. <laughs> oh, at I 16? would tell myself that at 16, 18, and 21. <laughs> I would definitely start at 16 just to build, like build. I'll my, build the foundation. Build the foundation. So of at 18, ain't, ain't I told so you, 18, bitch, light skinned niggas ain't shit. And then eventually I would be like, light skinned niggas ain't shit. Right, at 21. <laughs> so I would tell my dating wise, I'd say light skinned niggas ain't shit. Okay. Um, I would tell myself that I need to be way more responsible. Okay. I can see that. And not. Just walk away from a job because I don't fucking like somebody. At but 16? I tell myself 16. 16? You think our, you should tell somebody 16, yourself that? I had had like three jobs. Yeah. Okay. At 16. Because at 16, I had already had like three jobs. Okay. <laughs> and I had left just like, I don't fucking want to do this. And then leave. I'd walk off a shift at that point. You can do that at 16. Bitch, your parents are still taking care of you. <laughs> do this shit now. 18. I can, yeah, but 16. Barely. 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 <laughs> but I think responsibility-wise, that's what I tell myself. And then what was I doing at 16? Riding around egging cars. <laughs> we started that at 18. 16. Okay, what would I tell myself I at 16? I had a car at 16. Yeah, I would you tell did. myself not to drive down fucking 7th Street on the day that we drove down 7th Street and got hit. Yeah. And then the lady tried to call and say that she had people in the car. She called her family to come up there and they were like, we were in the car. No, you weren't. You ran right. into us. It's your fault. Even and, though we're in a no-fault state, which is bullshit. Right. <laughs> hmm. So what about in regards to life at 16? Think about life, life, high school, 16. I would have told myself to not be so damn angry. Yeah, I was grumpy. I mean, I'm still grumpy, but 
You was, was a I different was, level of girl. I was a different level. I was like, 16-year-old me would have like hit you in the mouth for looking at me. Mm-hmm. 25-year-old me right now would be like, I look at you the same way you look at me. Right. <laughs> but do you think there were like situations at the time that make you that made you like that at 16? I think so. Um, once I hit 18, things changed. Mm-hmm. And I was, I guess, free. I was free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you was gone. You left. I left. I went to college. I was by myself. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it by myself. I'd be by myself all the time. If I, I tell my 16-year-old self to find my fucking center. Right. <laughs> Go do some yoga. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do 16. What I would tell myself at 16 is that it's okay. I think at 16... You were emotional. Yeah, <laughs> I was really emotional. And while a lot of outside situations had to do with that, mm-hmm. I didn't think that anybody else was going through the same things that I was going and through. People were. I yeah, was. <laughs> yeah. I was. And I didn't express that. Like, I didn't tell you. You was my best friend, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, things that were going on, I thought I had to keep this to myself. Because if I don't keep this to myself, then other people will know. And other people will think I was fault. And I was straight-A student. Mm-hmm. I was in every single thing that I can imagine. I was perfect. Or so I thought I looked like You're perfect. You're like quintessential high school student. Right. And I kept everything in. And it also, in turn, on the outside, made me emotional as fuck. I used to cry all the she time. cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but. A lot. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> but I think other people were like, oh my God, Christy. I remember this one girl in high school said, what is it that you can't do? Girl, I can't do life right now. <laughs> can't handle this. I can't handle that. Right. I don't want to get up and go to school in the morning. This I told myself right not to here. miss as much school. I forgot about that. Yeah. We missed a lot of school. We missed a lot of school. <laughs> and we didn't get in trouble. But we never was of high school. You know how some people, they bought into high school. Right. They, we didn't buy was, into it. Like, we, we went to high school with people that that was them. Yeah, that and was we'd their see peak. Them once we hit eighteen, right? And they'd be like going bald and in yeah, and stupid. I'm like, Jesus, is this what it's come to? That that was their life. <laughs> they don't know life outside of high school, like and we were would never of it in high school. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think we were unpopular. No, people didn't like me, but I didn't like people. So I don't. People. <laughs> I don't know if we were unpopular. I, don't I think still we don't. were not popular. I think. We just couldn't talk to everybody. Yeah. We were who we were. Right. But what made us stand out is that we also had better relationships with our teachers. Mm-hmm. Is because we were not of what high school was right. about. We did the we work. Didn't buy we into asked it. the questions. We didn't get in trouble often. Often. <laughs> but often. people would be so caught up in high school. And I think the reason why is because we knew life a little right. differently. Our right. life was a little different. And we grew up. Yeah. We didn't have like all the restrict like the my parents are like, I raise you with common sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I need to put all these restrictions on you. We so, literally could do whatever we want right. to do and we didn't do it. And all we had to do, mom, dad, right. We're going over here. We were like many adults. Which is <laughs> bad because I look now, because I have a very we have very, very young siblings and we're like Y'all's asses. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we didn't have rules either. So what are we talking about? <laughs> but I think I think it's different because it was it was in the early well, I guess the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. So it was different. It was a different time. There wasn't 
Whatever. MySpace was booming. On, MySpace was the shit. Mm-hmm. I think my MySpace page is still up, but I don't know the password. I don't. I it, can't. It'll still be playing. It's me and you. Yeah. yeah. Mine's <laughs> deja vu. I've been waiting. Baby, I can't get over you now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think it was a different. It's a whole not, now compared to them. It's a whole different ballpark. And then it's, it's just also deeper harder and deeper and deeper. To look at it because now you're older and you've been through that. That's so you're true. Like, I've already had these life experiences. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. But then you're like, well, I want you to have these life experiences because it'll shape who you are. So it it sucks. It's hard because I love my siblings, but I'll kill them. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I, feel I love same my child, but I'll kill them. I right. Have, I'm 16 years older than my brother, and I'm 12 years older than both of my sisters, and I'll kill them. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm 14 years older than my little brother, and he is so internet. Like, he's 10. He's internet to the death, and I am, but at 10, I wasn't. You right. Know? At 10, I was still, let's go outside. Let's, yeah. You know, I didn't want to go to the mall or hang out. I mean, I want to hang out with my friends, but I want to hang out in the house online. Right. No, no, no. That would have been so whack to us. Even when MySpace, we were 16, so MySpace was booming real hard. What did we do? Go walking. We went all. We walk everywhere. We'd hop on that tart in a heartbeat. Which is the city bus, you guys, here. We hop on the city bus and go somewhere and just be out. Mm-hmm. My little brother cries if he had to get on the city bus. And I'm like, bro, what? At 10? I couldn't wait. That you was like ride freedom. the bus with the crazies. Mm-hmm. The, the only person on the bus, every other seat is empty and the crazy person sitting next to you. Yes. Just because. Right. Yes, we had to deal with that. But okay. it gave us life experiences. It did. did. A so, different type of experience. So 18. 18, okay. You 18, go the fuck to class. Yes. <laughs> I would have told myself, oh. bitch, go to class. Why are you not going to class? Why? Right. Because you trying to go lay up with some light skinned nigga that ain't shit. Some light skinned nigga that ain't shit. Ain't shit. He's not shit. <laughs> I don't, who was it at 18? Jesus. Wait a minute, wait. 16, what dating advice I would give myself is to keep my innocence. Because I had, was only, remember, I had like that super high school sweetheart. I should have kept and my innocence. At- and he was light skinned. <laughs> he, he was light skinned. <laughs> and he had them pretty eye joints. So he wouldn't yeah, shit for real. To get all the hoes. Right. <laughs> so he was like extra. And his name should have been fucking Lucian. Yeah. He, he was that far ain't shittedness. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. But I think if you would not have dated him, you would not be who you are. Oh, yeah. So I just I, wish I could I keep that same him. innocence. I, I hated had. him then. I still don't like him now. But yeah, I think if that hadn't happened, you wouldn't be who you are now. Okay. All right. 18. You sorry. My bad. 18. Go to fuck the class. Mm-hmm. Because I missed. So when I went back to school, I had to get reinstated because I was academically <laughs> suspended. And that is all I have to say. I went to school from 18 to 20. Well, 18 to 19, almost 20, and I had to get, I was academically suspended and I had to get academically reinstated on probation mm-hmm. when I did go back when I was 20, how old was I, 2013, 24, right. 23 going on 24. So just so you know, go fuck the class. Right. You can see for going to class. That's how it works in college. <laughs> um, no mm-mm. okay that's partly how it works they like it when you come to class they usually <laughs> will go ahead and give you a d though because i had a class i cut i came 
I didn't do shit. But you were there. Mm-hmm. Which is more than some people do. That is true. She gave me a D on the humble. And I can English 18, 18. I still tell myself light-skinned niggas ain't shit because I was at, I went from one to another by then. Yeah, mm. I went to another one by then, and he wasn't shit. He worked at a liquor store, so. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. we, we were going to get married, by the way, in my head. <laughs> I think it was consensus that y'all was. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were going to be together forever. You're going to be together forever, like 18. Yeah. Then he moved to fucking Florida. Fuck him. But he had other <laughs> ain't shit shit before he, he moved to Florida. He had ain't shit yeah. shit going on. Like, no job. Well, he did work at a liquor store, and then he got fired. Mm. So, like, okay. no job time, and then I'm going to be a drug dealer time, and then, you know. What else? Light-skinned nigga shit. Basically. Mm-hmm. You know you can't be a drug dealer if you light-skinned. They're going to think you soft. Like, <laughs> Aubrey. No, oh Aubrey God. was never a drug dealer. He was never. I, he wasn't fucking Degrassi. I was like, you did not spend your time growing up in the hood. You were recording a Canadian TV show. So go the fuck on He went to the down. hood like when he went to his daddy house, right? That's my impression. I don't feel like Aubrey's mama had... Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, 18. <laughs> 18. I'm trying to remember. I think I blocked it all out. No, mm-mm, it's there. It's in the recesses. Stay away from Africans. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. I dated a couple Africans at 18. Yeah. They were crazy. But they were not light skinned. So they technically weren't ancients because they were here on scholarship. So they were smart. They were just stupid. <laughs> All niggas are stupid at 18. Yes. And that's what I, I, I'd have told myself that. All niggas are stupid at 18. Mm-hmm. White guys are stupid at 18, too, because I knew some of them at 18. At yeah. 18. All of them. Every single one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would have told myself to go to class, get your degree, even though I would have ended up with a degree that I didn't want to use. But who doesn't? So I'd have told myself, finish school. I told myself to work because I did not work for those, the little bit of time that I was in school. I did like work study and stuff, but that ain't shit. (laughs) So. What is some life altering shit you would tell yourself at 18? It's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I was still, I wasn't as angry as I was at 16, but I was still pretty angry. Um, right. I don't have to be mean to everybody. Just the stupid people. That's what I do now. I'm only mean to stupid people now. So okay. it's way easier on me. And I would have knew what resting bitch face was. <laughs> I would have told myself the resting bitch face no, was something bitch. that I You can't. had resting bitch, bitch face <laughs> before it was a term for it. Yes. So I just I would have spread the word about resting bitch face because I get in, I used to get in trouble. Why aren't you happy? I'm not sad. I'm not it's upset. Not this face. is what my face looks like when I don't show emotion. So. All right, train break. <laughs> okay, eighteen. So I tell myself it's not that bad. Life gets better, mm-hmm. and bitch, you need to save some money. Oh my god! I wish, like, my first job at fifteen, I would have started saving. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but my parents didn't tell me that. You know, I did when I turned sixteen. When I got that job, I had a little job at rallies. It was real whack. And we were down there all the time. Rallies in the we hood. We got into a fight at rallies. We did. Mostly. It was, it was like, real. It was ratchet. We are not about that life we, anymore. We had we're, some times, especially at 18, we had some times. I remember 
we were at the high school sweetheart of Christie's house sitting outside in the car. Oh my God, no, no. And my mm-hmm. lightning faster. I, I was sitting in the car, chilling. I was texting or something. Christy was out. She was talking to somebody and some girls rode up. I don't know how, but I was out of that car. Really jumped at the car so seconds, quick. Two seconds. I was ready to fight. Who's rolling up on who? <laughs> okay. I was ready. I'm always ready. To no, fight. but at 16, when I got my first job, I saved money because I thought I was going to have to buy my own car. Mm-hmm. But when I turned 17, my family, remember they bought that car mm-hmm. and I had like a thousand dollars they were supposed to match me they kept telling me save your money we'll match you you get a car then they bought my car which i fucked that up i should not and then i I took all that money i took all that money and was like poof like a month to make it rain it took me like a year to save the money (laughs) in high school and look fifty dollar checks right minimum (laughs) wage you bring home a hundred dollars and minimum wage was like five dollars then damn are we that old we are (laughs) but we're really not old because i feel like people listen to this they be like y'all are young as shit (laughs) but it feels old right now all the people i work with are old enough to be my mom so Hey, or older than my mom. So yeah, cool. I work with a lot of older people too. But it's cool for their perspective. Anyway, let me get back. Eighteen. What I tell myself at eighteen? What would I tell myself at eighteen? Still emotional. I was still emotional. I was also still with my high school sweetheart. Which what I would have told myself is to get the fuck out then. <laughs> Why did I stay? I should have got out right then. When I, cause I knew at eighteen I had left for college. <laughs> I knew he wasn't shit. I knew to the bottom of my well, core it, that he wasn't shit. It worked out. It did. It worked out really good. Now he's got like twelve kids and and I'm booming. No, <laughs> booming and bucking. Right. No, we're not serving no babies. We're not serving <laughs> babies at all. <laughs> Although we went through a phase. Right? We thought. We thought. We thought we were going to. We were prepared. <laughs> we were prepared. <laughs> but but okay, no. 18. 18. College. Yeah. I would have. You ain't said nothing but a word about going to class. I should have went to class. But what I also should have done is not worried so much. I cared so much about college. <laughs> I think my parents... Not so much my parents, but my the the need in me to make my parents happy. I mean, even our teachers. Yeah. Like other kids, they'd be like, "Have fun working at McDonald's," but us, they were like, "You have to you have to go to college. like." I think our counselors were had been so used to not having to do shit college wise mm-hmm. that when we came along, they had to do shit. And I'm, I don't yeah. know if it made them feel good because they finally had to do shit. It this probably is what counselors did. do. Yeah, so my, I know my counselors helped out a lot. Oh my god, they helped us both out a lot. We they had didn't. like hundreds of thousands. I think they should have encouraged us to <clears throat> apply to top tier schools instead of just yeah. Local. But outside of that, I think they did a good job. I right, think they had faith in us. But I cared so much because I felt like I had a lot on my back. You cared which, from eighteen to twenty. Yes, <laughs> and then like, after that, you were like, "Fuck <laughs> this! I need C's." <laughs> That's all but I, I was so like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I have to finish college. I should try to finish in three years. Mm-hmm. Like I was insane. Like all my friends around me were like, 
a little bit chiller. Everybody was a little bit chiller. So certain of our friends like took time off. You end up taking time off. And remember, I was still like, oh my God, college. I gotta do college. And it wasn't and about now, that. You're not like that, and I'm like that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm always. Like, oh my god, I gotta get done. Gotta yeah, and take, I'm telling you, like, I gotta, I gotta take work full time. time. I gotta take 18 hours. And, right. You know. And I another thing at 18 is I would have told myself to leave my family. I should have left. And I felt so not to be too personal, but I felt so like I have to be here for them. Obligated. Yeah, to I take felt. Care of them. Yeah, I felt obligated to take care of them. So I took on a full time job. And it's at 18, as soon as I turned 18, I had like a full-time job. I was full-time in school and I was full-time partying. And I was full-time helping and everybody we but me. Party. Yeah. So I would tell myself, don't stop. Don't take care of your family. Take your time. Figure out what don't, the fuck don't, you don't want. Don't take care of your family. Yeah. But, but don't let don't, don't let it fall on right. me. Don't let your family make you feel like you're obligated to stay mm-hmm. or obligated to help them. Because in the end of the day, they're all grown. Right. And they should already be at that point. Yeah, I felt that, but I didn't need to feel that. So that's why I would tell myself at 18, is it's okay. And I also tell them them bitches you hanging with is whack. Some of them. Okay, like three. All them bitches. <laughs> the one I didn't like. And then she was, you gotta be nice. No, that bitch sucks. <laughs> <laughs> them bitches you hang out with that you think this Besides is, me. Those are your lifers. No. Fuck them bitches. You and Brittany. Because we was out there. And people was, they was talking about us. You and Brittany too close. You and Brittany. It was a lot of sabotaging mm-hmm. in our friendship. And look who's still friends. Right. How many years later? So many years later. <laughs> nobody wants to say that out loud. Right. Nobody, <laughs> nobody no. wants to say how many years later. Yeah, we're not going to say that. But it was a, a, when me and Brittany was super close. And I think it, our personalities match up. So I know mm-hmm. we know we don't need to talk every day. Right. We can text. Right. I, I don't consider texting talking if that's weird enough. Like texting to me is different than talking on the phone. But then at the we same don't talk time, on the phone every day. But we don't text every day either. But we text way more than we talk. Right. And then when we do talk, we talk about good shit. But, when, <laughs> but at the same time, we really enjoy being each other's friends. Right. And we really And we like, have a lot in common. Yeah. And we have, I won't say we have the same no. point of view, but we have similar tastes. We have similar, our thought process is that different from the other people. Like, I know if I want a logical conversation, I'm going to call Christy. Right. If I want an emotional conversation, I'll call someone else. Mm-hmm. If I want both, then I'll talk to both. Right. But I know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not scared to be like, I don't feel like talking today. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and and while I could say that to Christy and she won't be offended, I can say that to somebody. I can say that to my mom and my mom will be offended. Yeah. My mom birthed me and she knows how I am. Right. So, But we also know when something's wrong. Like the right. basic friend stuff. Right. Like if you need to vent and it's just, Christy, shut the fuck up. Just let me say <laughs> what I got to say. Because you I know just, how I like, am. I can just call and be like, I need to vent. And so you just, like, what's going on? Yeah. So I'll just be like, oh, okay, Brittany. <laughs> I was in that goddamn thing because she already know I think it's stupid as shit. <laughs> and the same thing is when I call her and vent to her. She be like, it's dumb as shit. <laughs> but Chrissy's going to talk and she just needs this right now. Right. So it works. But at 18, I had a lot of really possessive friendships. Right. Which is weird. I think that's weird between girls now. But then it was like, I think Brittany was kind of trying to be like, dog, this is weird as shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Why is she mad? Because you're here with me. Mm-hmm. I called you first, I guess. I mean, I figured it was first come, first serve basis for we friendship. Liked, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we generally like the same thing. Like, at 18, we was doing the same shit. Them bitches we wasn't was doing that school, shit. Both in school. Yeah, them bitches wasn't in school. Right. Both partying. All we they were doing right now. was partying. Yeah, we are. Right. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. We're going to stop. Okay, 21, Brittany. 21. Oh, Jesus. Don't drink as much as you did. You will never no, get those brain cells back. <laughs> you, you didn't drink as much as you think you did. I didn't drink as much as everybody else did, but I drank enough to know that you don't get those brain cells back. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. But, uh, don't get pregnant by who you got pregnant by. Well, that was at 20, but same thing. It spilled over into 21. It spilled over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. But It's okay. He's a beautiful child. He's great. I love my kid most of the time. <laughs> you love him all the time. I That's love your him baby. All the time. Sometimes I just want to smack him around. Mm-hmm. Like, Why can't you just be a grown up? But <laughs> I think 21, I was at the point of, all right, I want to go back to school. Um, I would have told myself to take a little bit more time to think about what I wanted to do because I went back for psychology and ended up being a double major in something else because that's something I feel passionate about and I don't really feel passionate about anything but when I'm looking at philosophical shit I'm like oh I can do this all day right and I've never felt like that about anything I I thought I felt like that about psychology and and reading stuff and I I like to read people I can do that all day too but Mm. when I'm <clears throat> I consider myself a logical person and I think philosophy is a lot better of a fit for me, but I also have to take into consideration most people with philosophy degrees either flip burgers or teach and you have to have a master's or a PhD in it to teach it. Mm-hmm. So the likelihood of me getting a master's right now in my head sounds good, but in real life, probably not, at least not any time, not right after I graduate with my bachelor's that I'm still working on that I've been working on since 2008. <laughs> so... Um, I tell myself to take a little bit more time and to, I worked a lot when I was 21. Like I was working for Louisville Metro. You EMS. was more, yeah, you was more, cause you felt, you had just had a child. So you was like, I, was I like, gotta do I gotta everything work. I gotta do. And I was doing it all by myself mm-hmm. and still being nice to the person that should have been contributing half of that. And I shouldn't have. Right. I had to tell myself, take more time to figure out. Because I think it was a good idea for me to go back to school. I just would have told myself to take more time to figure out what I wanted to go back to school for. Um, I would have stayed on the job that I was on a lot longer to make it look better on my resume. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that was my thing. My resume it looks like I have a two-year shelf life from <laughs> 18 to now. Right. So, I mean, I guess that would be good in some aspects because you have a lot of work experience at a young age. Like, when I yeah. look at my resume compared to other people's, it's like, what the fuck were you doing all these years? Mm-hmm. Like you're older than you're thirty, and you've only but had think, two jobs. Yeah, but I think it's a generational thing. What I've learned is that as millennials, we typically don't last long at jobs because we don't believe in growing with companies. I'll Just grow with the right company. I just need to. I grow with my, of my own, own goddamn company. <laughs> I need to be in charge of some shit, right? And I need to have free range to go in and out as I please, which basically means I need to work for myself, right? But I mean, I think 21, I don't think I would have changed anything. I just would have told myself to relax. You work too much. Spend some more time with your kid. 
and spend some more time with your family. You think you missed home. those? Like Riley's first year, you worked so much. You working your ass off. You think you missed some of those key mommy moments? I think, I don't think I would have been successful as a stay-at-home mom at that point, but I mm-hmm. think I could have been home a little bit more, especially the way my work schedules flip-flop back and forth. Right. Because you work four days one week and three days the next week. So I feel like I always felt like I pawned my child off on people so I could go to work. But I know people that pawn their kids off on people to go get hired, to go to the club, or to Mm -hmm. go, you know. So I felt bad, but I didn't feel that bad because at least I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, here, I need you to keep him so I can go get drunk and get arrested. It's here, I need you to keep him so I can go work so I can make sure that he has everything he needs. Right. So I don't regret it because I, I would not prefer the opposite which would be not working <laughs> true so i don't think i regret it but i mean i don't know i just hear so many moms say oh my god i'm missing these things and they get really emotional about it i think now my schedule is a lot better and i have since after his first year up until now i've got to spend a lot more time with him mm-hmm. he's probably tired of me because <laughs> <laughs> if he's anything like me he's like god this won't be by myself but Nuh-uh. he's an attention getter he likes it for now yeah okay that's my main thing for 21 at 21 what would i tell myself that depression is real and you shouldn't run from it i was really depressed at 21 a lot mm. at 21 is my senior year at college so think about that most people at 21 this is not their senior year of college so i had did some crazy shit to get to that point to get to that point and at that point, at full 21, full-time job, mm-hmm. full-time, let's go get drunk. Yeah. You know, and I was going able to get drunk legally. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing extracurricular activities for what I thought would be my career. I went to school for journalism. And then I ended up in this really ultra-competitive program, which tore my soul apart. I compared myself to so many people. And then at that point in my life, depression was so real and I didn't know it. I think I denied it a whole, whole lot. And a lot of things changed. My relationships with people changed. I didn't talk to Brittany as much. I was I was hanging out with people who were a lot. They were into some stuff. Yeah. And I got into stuff. And then I was like, I, I'm here, but I right. wasn't over there with them. So <laughs> Things just changed a lot. So I wish I would have been able to recognize that and done the right things. I should have quit my job. I should have took some time off from school. And I should have just figured out who I was. And that sounds like bad, like real bum. Like quit my job. I was working this the worst job on earth. When I tell y'all it was the worst, it was the worst job on earth. I hated her job for her. Yeah. (laughs) The we like psychologically i feel like these people were doing something to my head to make me feel like i wasn't shit like if you come into a job and you work your ass off and you know you the shit and then them niggas it's my senior year in college and they're like oh no fuck you we didn't we're not fucking with you like that you really ain't shit you're loud you're disrespectful you're this you know when people try to tell you who you are people think you're disrespectful just because you have an opinion yeah which i hate that oh my god it was the worst job on earth so i think that um i i was my relationship was bad i got out of something really really bad and um, I didn't have a lot of self-esteem. So I didn't like myself. And it reflected in the decisions that I made. I 
really, really messed up at school. That's when I tell people I barely graduated. It was that year mm-hmm. that really fucked everything up. It wasn't all the other years I worked. I was good at school. It was just that one little part that was mm-hmm. just like, oh my God. So I think I would just tell myself depression is real and get help. That's good. Yeah. That's good advice. Depression is real. They got mm-hmm. medicine and shit for that. You just gotta go to the doctor. And surround yourself with the right people. Right. People, I, I would have... You, you gotta be around people that want... Uh, not necessarily the same things, because we could want two different types of businesses, mm-hmm. but we both want to be business owners right you know you got to surround yourself with people that have similar belief systems similar goals because if you're around people that don't want to do shit then you you don't don't do do shit shit. right because you're like you might have a good idea and then you're around somebody that's like i wouldn't do that just stay doing what you've been doing yes this is an oprah aha moment we had friends like that at 21 so Mm -hmm. And I would have told myself to be bolder. So many people in my life at the time were like, we want, what did Kevin Hart calls it? A lab, a lab ass nigga, a local ass bitch ass nigga, <laughs> a lab ass nigga. They wanted me to be this local ass bitch ass nigga. And that's what I became in that moment. I became the person who only wanted to be, and I'm in Louisville, so I, this nigga in Louisville that, I sound like a dude, but I'm not trying to be like that. <laughs> and, and it sucks because our whole want... families, both of our whole families are still there. And, yeah. And it's one of those places that if you don't make a conscious decision to leave, you will be there right. forever. It's so, not a bad place, it's but not, it's not, there's not a lot going. Yeah. There. So now while I'm making all these decisions and getting myself ready for the big move, me and you both are, it's like then I should have been so fucking bold and just dipped. My ass should have dipped. I should have got my shit together, got in some counseling, finished school, and dipped. Okay. Yeah. 21, I'd say dip. I'd say do what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and not... Not... Because I did not stay at the job that I had at 21 either once I moved back here to go to school. Mm -hmm. I lit that bitch on fire. But another thing (laughs) is, I was graduating college... And I think I would also set in is that dream that people teach you mm-hmm. is not real. Like, I finally realized like you that. You think, oh, I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to walk across stage, get that diploma, and then I'm going to have a job. Right. That's not how it works. No, that's, that's not, not how it I've works. I've got more jobs without a degree than I think I will get with a degree. Yeah. If that makes any sense. In, in, with a deg- in the field that I'm getting my degree in, not philosophy, just the psychology part. Yeah. If I, I feel like I will be able to get a job with the experience that I have, the job similar to the jobs I've already had, then I will with no experience in the field of psychology besides a PRN and an internship. Mm-hmm. As compared to, I can get a job somewhere making twenty dollars an hour, which is what about what I make now. See, yes, doing what I do now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I even looked the other day. I always look at the occupational outlook handbook, and I just look up stuff just cause. And I was looking at that, and what I do right now is similar to what an air traffic controller does, just with fucking airplanes, mm-hmm. and they make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I could be making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but, but I'm gonna want to do that somebody shit. else. I have I won't be in control of my work schedule. I won't be in control I won't be in control. And I'm not I don't have control issues, I don't think. But I feel like as a grown person, I should be able to decide when I wanna go to and from work. 
See, that's that millennial bullshit. We want to decide shit. We want to make people, our own decisions. Our parents were like, oh my God, you're going to pay me this much money. I can grow in a company. Y'all got good benefits. We're going to be there. We're going to be right. there. What time you tell me I'm going to be there? And say, yes, a massa. I'm saying it, and I know somebody's going to be offended, but so it is that. Yeah, it's that yes, a massa mentality. Fuck oh, that. Oh, you got a good job. Oh, you need to stay there and retire. No. I don't want to. I don't want to commit to myself for twenty five years. Yeah. Let alone, I'm. I'm. I've been on this earth for twenty five years, and I still have not committed to myself. Yeah. Let alone commit myself to a company for twenty five years to retire. But that's just like we were saying. They keep adding time on. It used to be twenty. Now it's twenty five and a half. So eventually, it's going to be like twenty seven, and then move up to thirty. Well, I was just asking some coworkers, when can I retire? They were like, well, you put in 25 years or 30, whatever, whatever. But by I won't be the retirement age. Well, you'll only get part of your benefits. Yeah, you've got to be like that. 65. Yeah, fuck on that. On top of having worked there for God knows a fucking century. Right. It, it, it's a lot. And it's a whole lot because when I think about it, I've got five years hazardous duty retirement in. Mm-hmm. Do I wait to see if Kentucky can pay that out to me when I'm old and spend 20 years in a job that I don't want to do for mm-hmm. 20 years? Hell no. No. Kentucky is barely, like, the United States is still in a recession. I mean... You think so? They declared I the recession so. over. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I don't think in 20 years that they'll be able to pay my pension because I think what exactly. I'm paying into my pension now we're that they're paying taking out of my check is paying what they're paying now. Yeah. So basically they're basing what they'll be able to pay me on the number of employees they have. I think it's been proven over time that that shit we not going to have that shit. Right. So I got so at this point we're not going to have social security by then. Yeah, we're not so going to have it. I'd rather take my lump sum, y'all tax the fuck out of it and me put it in the bank. And me invest in, in myself. A, in a box, my bed or hey, something. look, if Dame Dash got something right, his shit might be right, but he got some bare minimum shit. Invest in yourself and own something. Even though I don't believe everybody should be owners, I think you should own something. You should invest and make your money work mm-hmm. for you. If I know my spirit, I know my heart, and working, sitting at a desk, doing those things. And it's towards making somebody else rich. Right. That's my complex. That nigga, the CEO of my company, which is a Fortune 500 company, multi-billion dollar company, the small little piece, I'm an at-will employee. Mm. That means that I, they can get let go of my ass at any given moment. For nothing. It don't matter. Because this operation. City, so I know how it is. Right. How? This operation runs without me or with me. Right. It, they don't give a fuck. But that nigga at the top is making millions upon millions upon millions a year. And guess and what he didn't do? Less than 40000 Right. And guess what he didn't do? He didn't do my job. That nigga got there by doing something else. Even though I do believe that there's a work succession that goes. But I think you got to be self-made. Yep. And you got to go after what you want. Which is why we do this podcast. Yep. Because we got to have some type of outlet, some something to reach out and be bigger. Because we know we're not the only people that feel this way. Right. So we figured if we can do it or try to, or at least try to do it and say what our ideas are and share and ask for Mm -hmm. other people to have input, then who knows what'll happen. Untap creatives. Untapping the creative in me and you. What's your art? What's your passion? That's a good question. Y'all listen this week. Y'all should email us and let us know. We should probably wrap it up. We've been going a long time. <laughs> Y'all should email us. What's the email, Brittany? Untapcreatives at gmail.com. 
You mm-hmm. should know how to spell it by now because we spelled it on every show. And we got a logo now. Woo-woo. So it's on that thing. Y'all know how to play spell untapped creatives. And let's do it on SoundCloud. We like emails. We respond. We're real. We don't have assistants or anything that do it for us. So it'll yeah. be us. Are we one of us? We'll respond. Or we'll respond either through the email or on the, on show. the show. Yeah. Eventually, hopefully, um, we'll get to the point where we can do like a live show and yeah, that'd get be a dope. bunch of people and they can yeah. email or whatever their questions. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's at gmail.com. Yep. And our website, untappedcreatives.com. Eventually, which... when I get access to a laptop, because all I have is a tablet mm-hmm. and a phone, a tablet. <laughs> I will put my blog entry on there. I keep forgetting. And oh, then yeah, when yeah. I do remember, all I have is my phone and it won't let me do it from there. And it's so. not time sensitive. So, no. get it on there. It's really good. I like this talk. We did good, Brittany. We did.